0: Welcome to Parenting Decoded, a podcast for practical approaches to parenting. I'm Mary Eschen. In this podcast, I'm going to continue our quest to teach manners to our children. We've already covered please in podcast 47 and explored how to encourage acts of kindness in podcast 48. Now it's time to figure out how to get our kids to say thank you, and how to help develop a general sense of appreciation for not only things, but also training them in thankfulness that will help to promote an attitude of gratitude. As I said previously, getting our kids to use thank you is tougher than please. Why is that? Because it happens after something, not before, like please. It's easy for a kid to forget and hard for us not to feel like we're nagging them to do the thinking we expect them to do. It means we have have to work a bit harder to get the response we want. Let's start with some ideas for you to ponder. First, start early. Even a baby can be taught to say thank you using sign language, which I totally admire I folks who are able to start that young. However, most of you listening probably have older kids. So just start your thank you training as soon as you can. What this really involves, however, is training yourself, something that can be difficult for some of us. But every time you give something to one of your kids, stop and wait for a thank you. Don't do anything else until you get a thank you. No nagging, just wait. You can gently and empathetically prompt them with one of these phrases if it's not obvious to your child what you're waiting for. Something like, and what do you say? In our house, we say what when someone does something for us? I'd love to hear that thank you in your sweet voice. It really fills me up when I've done something for you. Notice the tone of my voice. It's gentle. It's loving practice that tone. When you hear your kids getting help from someone else instead of yourself, feel free to gently nudge them with similar phrases. And what do we say to a friend who helps us? And what do we say to when brother helps you? I think you get the idea. Next, be consistent. When we want to set up a new skill, we have to remember to use it a lot. Feel free to have a family meeting and talk about thanks, why we use it and how it makes us feel when it's used. Let your kids know you'll be making an effort to help the family use thanks every day and in every way. They might get tired of hearing you gently remind them, but you need to respond to their gripes with kindness and empathy. Oh, I know, it does take extra time to thank people, but in our family, we are thankful every day. Do you need a minute to gather your thoughts? Notice again my tone. Lastly, give praise for thankfulness. A simple response from us parents can help reinforce this positive behavior. Here's an idea after a child uses thank you. You could say, I loved how you said thanks, it warms my heart. Or, I really appreciate that. I know, I know, it almost sounds like you're thinking. Your child for thanking you, but hey, we need to be positive, and for me at least, it does warm my heart. In all our families, there are times when we should be thankful. And here are some ideas in the next phase of this podcast for how to weave them into our family's DNA. First thing is of dinner thank yous. At each dinner as a family, have everyone say three thankfuls. Why three? I think our kids often just say something quick to get rid of the task at the dinner table if we only ask them for one thing. So have categories of thanks for them to use. They can even help pick the categories to make it more appealing. One idea might be be thankful for something inside the house, outside the house, and maybe something inside our hearts. Another set of categories could be something at home, at school, or at a friend's house. And maybe you could pick someone in your family, a friend nearby, and a relative. Come up with a creative list and try it out. Change it over time. Change it with the season. Whatever you can do to keep thankfulness examples alive in your home is totally worth it, in my opinion. Next, you could do bedtime blessings. A lot of families do this. If your family is a bit crazy at dinner time, especially, nighttime might be a good alternative for setting up a routine of thankfulness. It is usually a sweet time of day to pause and ask for thankfuls as the kids are cuddling into bed, maybe after books. You can use the same category idea you want from our dinner example if you want to, or keep it simple, just ask for one. But again, being consistent will help. I also really like it when we use thank you notes for gifts. Writing thank yous for gifts our children receive is excellent training for practicing thankfulness. When my boys were young, even three or four, I would have them write or draw thank yous, because they didn't write at that, at when we started this, for both birthday and Christmas presents. I participated a lot when they were young. But as they got older, we moved on to where they not only wrote the cards, but they got out the supplies and wrote the envelopes and put stamps on and even put them in the mailbox. Nowadays, doing all that writing on cards and stamping and stuff like that might be old fashioned. So if your family and friends accept email thank yous, that's totally fine. But the really important part is setting up a practice of a routine of I get gifts, I am thankful. I thank people who were so thoughtful to think of me. I want that mantra to be in your family. Do something like this and do it every time. One parent I know used to only let their child open a present if they'd already addressed the thank you envelope to their relative or friend or their card. Um, Some other families write a list of gifts on a notepad as they're open so that there's an easy way to know what came from who when the unwrapping is all over Um, and then they use the list to make their cards. Now that we've got some ideas of the basics, let's see what else we can add that might help us have fun with being thankful in our homes. One idea that I think is really cool, and I'd love to hear from you if you try it. I'd even be up for being invited to a dinner with your family if you happen to live in the Bay Area in California. But here's the idea. Have your family Stage a fancy dinner night where all good manners are overtly discussed and practiced. Get out the candles and the fancy tablecloth, assuming it's easily washable, and try it. Show them how they ask politely for food using please and to say thank you when someone passes them something. Give lots of praise, too. It's so fun to go overboard and even have them pull out things like, Pull out their chairs quietly and clear the table with a smile before being served some fancy dessert. Make it fun. Dress up in fancy clothes or have a color theme. It's great to include a round of what am I thankful for at the same time. Maybe you can even sneak in some lessons on how to use utensils politely or where the utensils are supposed to go around their plate. Make it feel like a five-star event. Bottom line, Have a bunch of fun exaggerating. Kids usually love that. Moving on. If the fancy dinner idea wouldn't work for your family for thankfulness training at mealtimes, maybe maybe you have uncooperative teams who usually think that you're totally weird. You could have a family meeting. You know how I love those. And talk about other ways in which you can improve manners either at the table or anywhere else in your family life bottom line, it starts with you. Make sure you're modeling thoughtful, kind manners yourself. Our kids are little imitators who grow up to be big imitators, so being on the right page yourself will help. I hope some of these ideas will move the needle toward thankfulness in your home. If you have other fun ideas or want to invite me to dinner, just email me at mary at parentingdecoded.com or join my Facebook group. It's also called Parenting Decoded and share your ideas with my other followers. Have a blessed rest of your day.